What's going on, America, Philippines, India, wherever you're tuning in? This is The Way We See It with Will. I'm Luke. I'm Jessica. And the banker. And Devin. I know. Holy cow. We actually got it right that time. I think that deserves a round of applause. That's the first time ever in this show's history where everybody's hit their handle on their mark. Uh, what's up? We are filming this today on Sunday, May 23rd. It is about 6 o'clock at night, and we have a party for you guys. If y'all are, uh, if this is your first episode with us, or uh, if you've been on our Declassified series, um, or if you've been a regular listener, we have an incredible lineup tonight. There's a ton of stuff that's happened in our world this week, Luke and Jessica, and we're ready to talk about it all. So, um, before further ado, I want to introduce our guest tonight. We have uh, Devin Sharp out of Greensboro. Uh, Devin, are you with us? Yes, sir. Awesome. What's going on, man? Not much. Chilling on the way to Sunday dinner. Right. I now. hear you. So um, Devin uh, joined us tonight. He is. Um, he, he and I actually uh, work together at, at, outside of the show, and now we're actually wanting, looking at merging that. Um, but we thought with the uh, with the lineup that we had tonight, and of course with our crew, that he would fit in well. So. Let us guys know what you think. He is uh, He's quite the time, and I, I know that there's a bunch of stuff we, we want to go ahead and dive in. So, Devin, I know that you've listened to the show a bunch, and you probably have somewhat of a rhythm of how this works. Um, we just kind of start going off on topics, and uh, we all have different opinions, and we argue about it or joke about it and see what we can uncover. So um, I'm going to turn it over to Luke real quick. I know he had a few stories and um, wanted to kick it off to you. You're on the lineup. Well, first off, I thought we started talking about Bitcoin um, and the uh, crazy... Holy cow, with that drop, they had a ton of losses this weekend. Um, what do you think about that, the banker? Hi. Uh, huh? Okay, can you hear me? I personally, I personally don't have any money in, uh, in Bitcoin or any cryptocurrency, uh, purely due to the volatility. Um, I know that uh, in order to make a lot of money on the stock market, you got to be risky. You know, you got to be willing to take the, the big dollar um, mess ups as well as gains. How, how are you with that? Huh? How are you with that? How would you say? Uh, <laughs> so, Luke and I, uh, I, I actually started an investor chat uh, with my business partner, Claude back in the day and uh, we all started to trade into auctions and, and uh, special purpose acquisition companies and, and all these different groups and, and we would kind of like uh, give each other advice um, on what to invest in. So I had built up a portfolio from $130 into close to $5,000 5, $5, and then I and then I threw it all into a mortgage company I was doing great. <laughs> and then I lost it all. <laughs> Maybe one day it'll hit. <laughs> yeah, well, um, so, huh? Are you still holding it? No, goodness fuck, no. <laughs> I, I dipped out of there as, as quick as I could. The, the moment I saw I could get at least half my money back, I, I took it and ran, you know? <laughs> and all of it was in options, too. No. 
$7 million by the end of this year. Uh, by 19 years old. Yeah. It's ridiculous. That's wild. We got to talk about that. What, what were you going to say, Jessica? I said, what happens to Tukaboon? I know it's a GME stock form, but you can use that in cryptocurrency and everything. I mean, the second that the stock plummets, the second that you. Tell me, it, how is GME? It's like a game, it's a risk game. You've got to be willing to lose one of the But are you winning okay. right now? Or are you losing? You said what? I'm sorry. So I can tell you GameStop has been sitting pretty even. I mean, I think right now it's trading at around 130 or 140, something like that. I'm not too sure, but um, I know it's been pretty steady. You know, it, it broke that 400 at one point and then it just kind of dropped and then it got down to $50 and then the hype built up again. And now it's been sitting steady at around 130, 140. Um, I think I saw it go to one seventy. Foxes and PlayStation without a drought, they might would uh, get more business. Go back up to four hundred. I mean, if they started letting people return goods for more than half the value of them, if they're untouched, I mean. <laughs> yeah. So, so banker, uh, I'm glad you actually brought this up. Uh, Luke and I were talking before the show earlier today uh, about uh, this friend that he had that we actually met the day that we left uh, Denver to do episode three with you. Um, I don't know if you've heard that episode yet, Devin, but we flew out to uh, Colorado a couple weeks back with Jonathan here to do an episode of All Kinds of Crazy Stuff. It's episode three on this series. But anyway, your friend that we met, Luke, when we came back, he was telling us about this, uh, this stock index that some tech billionaire that he followed created that like tracked, like it was a bot, a series of bots that tracked all of like the Reddit boards and what people were doing. Yeah, and it was an index fund that like automatically was triggered, yeah, that would buy and sell based off what all the people on the web and the dark web were talking about doing on the Reddit boards, you know, that came famous after GameStop. And um, I'm trying to remember what that stock is. Like, I wanted to recommend it, but it's, it's a brilliant concept. Because if you want to basically make money doing the same thing, but you don't know, like, you don't have the time to follow the Reddit boards. Have any of y'all heard of this? Hey, he, he made a lot of money. <laughs> I know that. He was making a lot of money off of it. So I know a little bit about high, like, algorithm trading, uh, trading, and, um, I'm not too sure about that. I know there's bots out there, because um, I did a little bit of research myself, um, where you can kind of invest uh, your money in the bot, kind of distributes it, and day trades it, essentially. Um, but a lot of them lose money. A lot of them. Do you, do you, do you know of any? Or, or like, uh, do you have a recommendation of one? Because I was trying to figure out, like, what's the stock symbol for one of these indexes that are tied to bots that will trade off of that? Or do you, do you not know? I, I'm sure there's a bunch of them and they come and go. But yeah, we were yeah, <laughs> we were we were trying to we were talking about that before the show to remember what one was and we couldn't find it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know too many uh, bots. I haven't really touched trading in about a month. Um, sometimes I look at it just to kind of look at it, but um, no, I don't, I don't know of anything like that. Supposedly, um, uh, movie theaters are supposed to be big in 2022. Like, it's supposed to be a brand new feeling coming back to the movie theaters, like when they first opened, and they're like redoing them. Hey, I went to one of the crappy ones, and dude, they done got recliners in there, like, 
nice talent system, good TV. I was like, dang, same old price. You mean AMC? <laughs> Yeah, let's all right, let let's talk about that. That's a good point. So that's a controversial thing that we've seen. That's a good point, Luke. Yeah, all right. So a lot of people love the theater, but a lot of people say the theater's a dying business too. Where are you gonna take a girl? I'm saying but think about millennials. Like that's a dying it, 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 it's a dying age, the generation that went to the drive-in movies and then enjoyed going to the movies and taking your girl there. Look at the millennial generation and Gen X and you know, like the, the younger generations. They want to be by themselves. They don't like going out, being at home and never having to lift a finger is a new trend. So I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just saying I'd love to hear what y'all think about that. Somebody unmute well, your mic. I, I don't think I don't think it's so much they don't want to go out. I think that half of that generation genuinely is like really hard to get out there and get a job they, they'd rather stay at home you're on your way out of the movies aren't, aren't you right now uh, <laughs> <laughs> heck no i'm actually on the way to my mom but I, it's even like my age and i'm only 24 years old i don't know anybody really that wants to work much less do like what we work how we you know what we do it, it's very difficult to get somebody younger that wants to work much less stay and, and stay committed and try to progress in that company they're more or less there for a paycheck and then whenever they have to work earn, then they fail yeah I mean that's that's a good point when was the last time you went to the movies Jessica um probably when I was a freshman in high school in all reality <laughs> Like, after everyone on the streaming and HBO Max gave you, like, um, the capability to get with already in theaters, there's really no point to go out if you're around the type of people you want to be around all the time. Like, I can barely hear you, Luke. You gotta speak up. You gotta I used to go, like, every weekend. <laughs> I heard that one that time. <laughs> Alright, so so far we have what? I was a no. Luke was a yes on the movie investment um, that's one no one yes uh, Jessica that sounded like a no so that's two no's one yeses what was your vote Devin well, I mean I, I'm down to go to the movies Just, I think the last 10-15 movies I've ever seen were absolutely disappointing so I just kind of gave up on that and that way I don't pay $20 when I watch Netflix I can if the movie sucks I can just change it yeah, <laughs> I mean, so that's, that's what we're debating is the investment idea. So, I mean, is the trend going to be, is the movie business going to continue to grow and be something worth investing in in stocks, or, or is, with the generational changes, is, is the business going to uh, die out? I, I definitely see it dying out because this is way too accessible now. I mean, now everybody has phones where you can see even like sports live streams instead of going somewhere to watch it you know just stuff like hey, that they need to cut that out that needs to be high rating <laughs> you don't need to be able to do that I feel like the movie. they created drive-through movie theaters again like they had like way back when I would definitely go for that just for the environment like you're not really paying for an environment anymore when you go to the movie theater it's pretty run down and you spend like 30 bucks on candy and drink and then, like, another, like, 20 bucks from the ticket, and it's just a waste of money. You haven't been since like, senior year, so. <laughs> freshman, year. freshman year, so there's that. You weren't even paying for it then. 
I so was. I've been working my butt off. So, Jonathan, all right, you're the only one who hadn't cast a vote yet, Banker. We saved the Banker for last, the money vote. You going to help save and bail Luke out here, or you going you gonna to let him die on this hill? Um, so I have mixed feelings about movie theaters. Um, honestly, I think it's probably just going to stagnate or plateau. I don't think, I don't really see much room for expansion, but I also don't see it like falling apart because there is that small niche that likes to go to the Luke, movies. there's that type C personality we were talking about, the make everybody happy and blend in with everything. Oh, come on, Jonathan, you're the deciding vote here. Well, no, okay, okay. Think about it. They could do anything honest, with a big Honest opinion, I do not think movie theaters are a good investment. Hey, dude. They I think... Speak your mind, baby. Yeah, I think... Uh, I think AMC is probably... Probably going to pass away. I mean, you know, it it is true that millennials, you know, people getting older... It's a very small group that continues to go to the movie theater, and you know, sure people enjoy it, but now that we have like Disney Plus and even Netflix is coming out with their own movies and Amazon Prime, and they got their own shows and everything, and I feel like the purpose of going to the movies, you know, nobody wants to spend seven dollars on a bucket of popcorn, you know. John, Jonathan, it's not about the bucket of popcorn. It's about when you take a sentimental value. Cut a hole in the center of the bottom of the bucket, right? <laughs> I think I think the sentimental value of going to the movie theaters is is falling apart, uh, especially with the newer generation. A lot of people got their first kiss there. That's what I'm saying, John. That's where high schoolers go to get laid. I'm about to say, but nowadays nobody watches the movie at home to watch the movie. Well, that's, I mean, that's right. Today we live in the Netflix and chill world. <laughs> yeah. See, I, I think I agree with Jessica. Like, uh, if if it was an outside movie, you know, like you can pull up and park, sit in your car, have a few shots, drink some beer if you wanted to, you know, you know smoke, smoke a cigarette or whatever without having to walk out, anything like that, bring some candy. That's one thing. But they make so much money off candy, you're paying off double that than you are the movie. Let's revert back to that experience Devin just mentioned. Have you have you done that before? I'm just a little curious uh, for that. Uh, that. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the sentimental value because sure, like some people get their first kiss at the movie theaters, but you got to remember oh, up until like. All right, drive-in movie theaters. That's a big mood. All right, those will those will live on forever. But like. Indoor movie theaters, I highly doubt it. They're not going to make it. Yeah, well, maybe there'll always be a market. It'll be interesting, too, because, I mean, during this whole COVID-19 cycle, there were a lot of people that, you know, bet on movie theaters, on cruise lines, on the hotel industry, things that just absolutely tanked with, you know, the, the, the restrictions that we had at the state and federal level. Um, because of this virus, and now I know a lot of people have been winners, like cruise lines are coming back, um, you know, the travel industry is picking back up, but then also, you know, you made the point, Luke, that we don't know what the movie theater business is going to do. I don't know. I We we have, what, four no's so far and one yes? It's difficult <laughs> to like, judge, like, what stocks on, like, a bigger platform, what stocks can actually be worth it.
um, like most, mostly institutions are dropping into it. Thank you. Um, but the crypto market completely tanked. Um, the world's like largest hedge fund. Um, in fact, the media blames Elon and China, and like it just kind of confirms that the paper hands will answer confirmation that the hedge funds and the banks are the ones that are dumping on it, and it's like taking up all of the blue collar's hard-earned money, and it's just a. They ain't, ain't taking no money they didn't put there. <laughs> well, I mean, probably taking other people's money. I mean, I know I some people that I know pay for, like, um, it's kind of like a pyramid scheme to an extent where they, like, uh, pay money to someone to invest their money for what they think is right. Um, they take a percentage out of that, and it's really, really good money for that person that's using other people's money. However, profit out of it. Give to those who can what? I've always heard if you can't do, give to those who can. Well, I mean, you should be able to do it for yourself. I wouldn't trust my money in somebody else's hands. Like, it's your own research, critical thinking. That's because right now, I mean, we're telling people on the show every single week. We take, we, we open this up for discussion and talk about the pros and cons on investment advising, and most of the time they're winners. I know I'm up on my portfolio. Jonathan's winning. Jessa knows crypto is better than any of us, so. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing everything we can to give this information away. Yeah. I would suggest going on like Seeking Alpha and like Reddit and staying away from news and information in that way because it's all manipulation if it's anything else. Like you're actually speaking to people who know what they're talking about, like the eight. I think that's uh, yeah for long term. And there really isn't any way to be trained in that. It's all really just who can have the better gift. And that's why you always hear about the people that they helped make successful and not the people they lost all of their money. So, um, yeah. so you could always ride the wave, but it'll always crash. Uh, hey, I here's think, one thing, Jonathan, I don't put this in your, in, in the ones you follow for your, if you still are keeping up with stocks. I look, I was looking yesterday, Abercrombie and Fitch over the last 12 months has gone up 260%. It's just a constant, like, green mountain going up on the chart. I wish, I mean, a year ago, I wish I would have known about that. But I don't even know, I I don't even know if they had an acquisition or not. That would be something for the banker to look into. But, yeah, I mean, there are some, I don't know, I just thought it was interesting since you were on that topic. Figured I'd throw out at least one winner on this show. <laughs> Yeah, I um just gonna go ahead and throw out the disclosure. We are not offering financial advice by any means. <laughs> yeah, don't uh, <laughs> don't follow what we say. Any 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 investments you make are on your own decision and what they think they think. I agree. Yeah. Use your own. Yeah, we're offering advice. I certainly recommend googling anything I say. Not acting on the assumption alone. I do my research and I share my research, and that's the extent of it. But now, what do you think, banker? You still muted, Jonathan? Yeah, I think I'm unmuted now. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah. Uh, so on A and F, um, I don't, I don't look too much at uh, clothing. I guess I remember there was a uh, international brand Naked that had like one billion. Um, I forgot the term for it. There, there's like it, uh, excess of trades 
uh, oh, volume, volume. They had close to a billion, over a billion in volume, in trade volume uh, for a day. Um, and they're a clothing brand. They went, I remember, they went, uh, kind of when GameStop and AMC and everything was picking up, Naked went from, oh man, I want to say like two cents to like, almost, it was like a dollar forty or something like that, almost two bucks. But, um, outside of that, I don't know too much about ANF. I mean, if it, if it is going up every year, um, you know, I'd recommend doing more research into it. But me personally, um, you know, if it is climbing like that, uh, I'm a little bit of a bear when it comes to the market sometimes. So, winning petroleum, winning petroleum went up so much. They crashed and were about to die right before COVID hit. Right after, like, right in the middle of COVID or when GameStop and everything went up. Dude, they blasted back up to like 40 bucks from like 80 cents. It was ridiculous. And I sold before and I was pissed. I sold it like 53 cents. Pretty, pretty bad. Yeah, I, um, I bought into Southwest and Norwegian Cruise Lines at the beginning of COVID. And by the end of COVID, I cashed out. Well, not the end of COVID. I want to say it was like maybe three or four months ago I cashed out. Um, There's some pretty good games there, you know. Not too shabby. All right, so while we've got your attention, Jonathan, I've got a question for the entire group. Uh, our last episode or two, um, all of us, and to update you, Devin, um, you know, we mentioned earlier in the episode that our episode three in this uh, in this season, we uh, we flew out to Colorado and did a bunch of stuff with everybody and, and Jonathan here for the show. Um, but we we were talking on the last show about we're going to actually fly out in sometime in between now and June, to Colorado, to do another follow up episode. So I, I know we said we would talk about dates and post those. Um, Jessica, do you have a, a set? Uh, do you know anything more on dates or, or what we can plan that? Because I, I mean, I. It's looking more I'm like. Ready for a plane, Jonathan. It's looking more like I'll be able to hit this Colorado in August. Um, I'll be in South Carolina next week, Florida the week after, and for um, Denver. Um, so, and I got six. Uh, so I'm sitting at my way. There's like these dead flowers, like right here. I never stopped there, shot man. Hey Jessica, can you get closer to your mic? You're, you're cutting in and out, and we wanted to hear what you were saying. Uh, did you hear all the dates that I said? The sound better. That's when it started to break up. Okay, so I'll be in South Carolina next week, Miami, Florida the week after that, and then it's looking like Denver, Colorado, sometime in August. Um, however, okay. I can probably pull something off after um, my final promotion, which I'm trying to get that knocked out of the way by tomorrow. Um, literally, like relying on whether or not I finish the checklist I'm working on right now. Um, I'll have more uh, power over my time after I do that. So. Okay. What are your weekends like? So, like, even if we, and by the way, Devin, this is an invite, too. Uh, I don't know how tight of a ball and chain the missus has on you, but uh, if, if she ever gives you a key from time to time for it, uh, we're looking at sometime over the next month or two, like, on a, on a weekend we don't have to work at Fred, uh, flying out, like, on a Friday night or Saturday, spending, like, 12 to 18 hours in Denver, hitting the casinos, riding around, seeing a bunch of wild stuff as we film, and then getting back on a plane, coming back Sunday in time for work Monday. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's me. Let me know what I'm looking like. Uh, all right. Well, 
we will certainly get dates. That's what we're trying to figure out now. Um, but uh, do you ever figure anything out, Jonathan? Do you have anything to shout on that? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you loud and clear. Yeah, uh, so I do have my family coming in uh, to Denver towards the end of June. Uh, so probably the last two two weeks of June, two or three weeks. Um, somewhere, yes, somewhere, we, we would be... love to go to the reunion. Yeah, <laughs> that would be we have to be the family. <laughs> uh, well, there, there's some... No. See what little baby Jonathan like. The... Yeah, yeah, those are fighting words, but, um, <laughs> no, but there, there's underlying things with that, um, so unfortunately, those, those two weeks I won't be available, I think it's like June 17th to June 30th, um, but before that I'm available, and then all along, I, w I won't be able to see, uh, it's, it's important, yeah. but. It's, it's alright, Jonathan, we'll be able to find you, yeah, we know where you live, Will Hold on. Who should tell them how you found out I was at the airport? Apparently, Will just got like, oh, isn't Jonathan in North Carolina? And then you guys looked up my snap location and caught me at the airport. No, Jonathan, we've actually had PIs and skip tracers following you since day one. That's what I'm saying. There's oh, nowhere yeah. you can crawl that we don't have eyes and ears in this country. Hey, what'd you say, Devin? I said, Will is kind of a stalker. He'll find you. <laughs> Eyes and ears everywhere, man. <laughs> but you are paying for the drink, right? Sure. <laughs> oh, that's promising. Well, I mean, we probably won't have a big drink bill. At Jonathan's family reunion, I assume there'll be beverages, sir. Oh, yeah. Just drop the Addy. I'll be there. <laughs> we'll post it on the show's Facebook. <laughs> right, you can everybody. You 300 people show up to your family gathering, Jonathan. Yeah, people from overseas flying in. I and her family show up. And expecting accommodations for like 17 people. <laughs> That's an invite, Aya. I got, Aya is not all with us today. She's our video producer and editor for this show. So we appreciate you being on this, Aya. And she actually is going to be in between us right now and this actually episode making it on air online tomorrow. So thank you, Aya. We love you. Oh, Y'all got anything else for tonight? I will say, touching back on what we started with with the Bitcoin, um, I didn't want to interrupt. But back, you know, back when it was first starting and nobody knew jack about it, I, I played a lot of competitive Call of Duty, and so I had some some guys on my team were uh, making bets. Well, it was about a three hundred dollar bet, and back then the Bitcoin was about thirty two thirty two dollars, you know, per one, and so a guy gave another one of our buddies 10 of them because he didn't have money and he knew nothing about you know investing or anything like that and completely forgot about it checked in about three four years ago and he's like yeah this is way more than 300 dollars <laughs> they were about didn't it go uh, to like sixty-two thousand at one point before it started to fall again or, yeah Jonathan, you may know you heard a computer to tell us i mean what was the high point for bitcoin I can pull it up real quick. 
Give me a second. I'm about to say, I believe when he checked in, it was about 738k a pop. And he had 10 of them, so that was instantly almost 400 grand for a $300 bet. Hey, he must have got a high KD. Oh, yeah, he, he's got a house. Well, he bought a house instantly. He obviously cashed out. I mean, at 10, that would be $370,000 if it was at 37. And, yeah, I mean, that, hell, th 37 was still a low point compared to how high it actually got up. Do you have a number for us yet, Jonathan, on that? Thank yeah, you. so it looks like it got up to about 63000 Oh, 63, yeah. I, I was thinking 62, but, jeez. That's well, I'm uh, saying when you wild. And they're $30 and some change, and you check because you forgot about them, and they're above $30,000, you'd be almost stupid not to cash out because at that point, that's like a... Profit. <laughs> I don't know the numbers, but that was a good guess. That's wild, yeah. I mean, there's so much I could have, would have, should have with cryptos and Bitcoin, but I mean, at the same extent, it's like going to Vegas. I mean, you're just, you're shooting your odds in the dark, and there's, like, it's, I mean, what was the movie? Uh, Banker, when uh, when we flew out to do that episode with you in Denver, Luke and I got watching uh, Back to the Future. Yeah. That uh, that that series. Have you ever seen Back to the Future? I love that movie. That is my favorite movie ever. That yeah. point, the Caribbean. Come on, Doc. Let's so, go. Yeah, yeah. So you know, in the second one, when a Biff, you know, goes back uh, to his former self with a sports almanac with like every winner of every major sporting event for like a hundred year history. And he goes, you know, goes back and gives it to himself and tells him to bet on everything. And so Biff gets like rich and takes over the world. Like that's, that, that would be, that's my dream scenario. Uh, if I could ever experience time travel to go give myself like a wall street journal, you know, just financial reports of what the stock market did every day. And I, I, you wouldn't have to go back very far. Just go back like five years. You would be set. You just know things that just, would go up and down by 300% a day. It would be be wild. I'd probably go back to the lottery and figure out the numbers so far and then run my life that way. You choose winning lottery numbers and hit the Powerball every time until the SEC starts to investigate you. But by that point, you could just own a jet that you could just stay flying above anybody's airspace because you could own a refueler jet like Air Force One that just keeps fueling you from the air and never lands. Yeah. I was about to say, yeah, the uh, Mega Ball or the Mega Million and the Powerball every, uh, you know, every two, three years. Yeah, I've only played that once. Up, actually, I've never even played that. Yeah, I've never played the Powerball. You have a better chance of scratch off than you do the Powerball. Not if you buy every number. That's wild. You're quiet, Jessica. I'm uh so I'm I'm trying to like process a lot. Um, I'm pretty quiet due to the fact that once it's kind of hard to hear y'all here, and I kind of wish I came into the studio, but I was stuck at the office and finally got a chance to like have some normalcy in my life and do what I wanted to do. So sorry I was selfish and I didn't come out to y'all. Um, so happy I came. You're fine. We we appreciate you being here regardless. So, um, if, if none of y'all have anything else, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. This has been another uh, weekly episode of The Way We See It. Uh, but before we uh, begin to wrap up, 
Devin, how um, so you? This is your first show with us. We hope uh, first of many. How do people reach you? Uh, are you on social media? Do you have a website? Let's give us that real quick. Yeah, I've, I've got an Instagram. It's a uh, the Devin Sharp. It's T H E D E V O N S H A R P E. And uh, me and uh, our buddy Cody, that was supposed to be here with with us tonight. Yeah, off of his Snapchat, we do like a little morning entertaining thing, and we've been trying to get more people watching it. So he's CM and AM, and I'm Average Noodle. We just, you know, we act stupid, act like we have no sense. But I can get you more details on that for possibly next episode for a proper shout out on that one. What's the next? The next? What's your Snapchat? I mean, oh, it it'll be tomorrow morning. His Snapchat is Cody Myers. I love I love you too, honey. Sorry, that was my my four year old son. He just insisted on telling me that he loves me. <laughs> but yeah, I'll, uh, I mean, he's come this far. Put him on. Waylon, come here. Come here. Come here. They want to they want to see you, cuteness. Hey, buddy. What's your name? He's a big oh, brother. Oh, nice. Good to meet you. Have fun. We're hanging out with your dad. <laughs> okay. If, if y'all are on the audio version only on the podcast, uh, Devin is hanging out with his family here, and uh, his, his son was just on with us. Tell him thank you, Devin. I will. Thank you, Waylon. Right, thank you. How do we get a hold of you? So you can follow my Instagram, which is J H I L L I E R nine nine nine. Um, yeah. Awesome. Thank on. you, and Jessica. Oh, uh, LinkedIn. I'm sorry, I think somebody or something. Um, Jessica Bernath, E R N A T nineteen Instagram. Um, my LinkedIn is Bernath. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, you can follow Luke and I. We're on Facebook as well, or the show's website, which we are all on, which is uh, willsworldchannel.com, um, and uh, check us out, guys. This has been another episode. Um, we appreciate y'all hopping on, um, but also, we are an open book here and open-minded to anything. We want to hear from you and know what you... Uh, uh, shoot us a message. Shoot us an email. Uh, hit any of us up on social media. We'd love to have you on. We'd love to hear what you have to say or what you think we should talk about. Because uh, that's ultimately our goal is to bring as many interesting and uh, worthful knowledge topics to life and share our thoughts about them. So thank you all for being on, and we'll see you all next time. Mm-hmm.